here, uh, Light into the Void, episode number eight. This is going to be a quick one. I just wanted to give a few points on the latest controversy regarding pay to win and Eve. And CTP just came out with, if you've been living under a rock, it's huge. It's huge. I mean, it's, it's a big, it's not a big deal, honestly. This is my opinion. But it's a big point of contention. So the deal is, CCP has decided they're going to implement a system as an iteration. This is my words. I don't really know if this is their words. On the character bazaar, where they're turning the character bazaar, they're going to leave it alone, but you'll still be able to buy and sell characters. But now you can take characters that you have extra ISP or uh, extra skill points on, use a combination of Aurum and Isk and some in-game item. They're, I don't know if they're really elaborated on this specifically yet. Turn that into skill points you can inject into another character. So you, you can take them from your head, from your character's head, turn them into a package, sell the package on the market uh, in 500,000 skill point blocks. So everyone and their brother has an opinion on this. And, and I, I'm not going to go super in-depth on it. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I do think it's super interesting how it's been played out and how they've described it. So... The conversation starts off with, is this pay to win? The answer is maybe, kind of. Maybe kind of is better. Maybe 50-50 is a better answer. Pay to win traditionally would say there's a special item in game that you can't get without money. Now, you need a subscription to EVE Online anyways, unless you buy Plex and you have to have a fairly good character to do that with because Plex is expensive and takes a while for you to get Plex. Okay, So without you playing the game, you cannot earn money to get Plex. So you need to always start your, your game time off, unless you have a friend, uh, with cash. Okay, So you're already paying to get involved. Now, you want to buy a character, and better characters can do better things. right? So that involves money or Plex. You can take your credit card, swipe it, buy a ton of Plex, buy a character. Okay, Is that pay to win? Kind of, sort of, maybe. Not, not traditional pay to win. But it's a form of using money for an advantage. I don't think many people can argue that. And Plex, by itself, is using money to gain ISK without playing the game. So that's kind of pay to progress, I guess, is, is a decent way of saying it. Pay to progress. Cool. Okay. Now, I find this interesting because how they first packaged this. You'll be able to take money, buy a Plex, by Orm with the Plex, with the ISK, if I'm understanding the connection right, and they haven't put a final statement out yet, but this is the idea. You'll be able to go down this road, take skill points out of your head, sell them to somebody else, and but when, you, when they plug them in, there's a diminishing return on how the skill points go up, and I'll, I'll link some stuff on that. Anyways, I find it interesting that it was it was pushed initially under, under the auspices that it's, there's the character bizarre system isn't ideal. It's hard to search through. Uh, it's hard to find a character you want. It's just kind of clunky. Okay, Let's just, just clunky as an example. But then they say, well, we're not going to touch it. We're going to leave it alone. And now you can buy... You can do this conversion of, of money slash plex into skill points. And the good news, I guess the advantage for the player is you can Really get rid of skill points you're never going to use. Say you train Mining 5 on a PvP character and you're just never going to mine again. You hate mining or say you hate PvP and you don't really need 
Battleship Five because you mine, right? I, I, both scenarios are very, are very valid, very true. So you can get rid of those skill points and get some cash for them, get some isk for those skill points. And I think it, it might have been Mike, CSM member Mike Azariah. He linked someone else's post. He did some math on it as well. I think the the, the trans neural packet item that you can buy on the market. He put a price point of something like $3.75 is what it's worth. It's interesting to see these links being formed between money, plex, and, and value, and, and the currency. We've always done this in EVE, right? That Titan's worth $2,000 if you were to buy it with plex or whatever. So, anyways, it's just interesting to kind of see all that play out. So, regardless. Anyways. That, that advantage, turning useless skill points that you have into ISK and cash is cool. I find that interesting. What I find interesting as well is CCP's marketing of this. They started out with the character Bazaar is clunky and, and not working as, as we wanted to. So we're going to do this other thing, but leave the character Bazaar. Now, I've been in business a long time. I find this interesting because I don't believe them. <laughs> I don't believe that's their motivation. Their motivation, my opinion, and talking with some other people who are a little closer to the topic than I am, is they need money. This is just a way to break down barriers between taking your credit card and giving them money. I don't know how I would accurately describe that in one word. Faster time to market doesn't sound exactly right, but you were removing barriers between a player and giving money to CCP. It's more of a, more of a direct relationship. You don't go through the character bazaar anymore, try to deal with getting a character and trying to find the right character, you can just make the right character with money, right? Faster. It's a faster conversion. And that's important. Now, my position, this is important for CCP to monetize Eve. Monetize? Monetize? Monetize Eve? Sorry. This is important for them to do this. They need to, they've lost subscribers. This is my opinion. Player base count is down on average about 50% from its peak. So that's not my opinion. That's just fact. My opinion is, I'm assuming player per day usage that did this subscription usage did that as well they all go down subscriptions i mean it did for myself as well i mean i, I stopped playing on many accounts uh for that reason i stopped subbing many accounts games kind of stagnated some of the things i used to do multi-boxing are no longer allowed so i dropped that's not that's i don't want to get into a multi-boxing argument but that's not true you can still multi-box but how i used to multi-box is frowned upon and the ways around it is in a gray area and i don't want my accounts banned so i just stopped playing so i don't know if that was ccp's intent so congratulations but that's what happened so i'm assuming player base accounts follow subscription accounts and they all declined that's my opinion i don't have a direct correlation and ccp isn't telling us now i don't think this is a bad thing this is for skill points or money let's call it money for skill points because it sounds more controversial and it's it's, it's kind of accurate so let's call it money for skill points. I don't think this is bad. Now, what I think is bad, or what I think people think is bad, is that this will turn Eve into whoever has more money has a better advantage. But I hate to tell you, that's always been the case. People who've had more money can do other things, right? They can buy better characters. They can throw more expensive ships at a problem. They can replace an expensive ship easier. They can buy faction modules for their ship because they have Plex, which they bought with cash. They can spend money on out-of-game tools and make your life hell in-game. 
For example, the revelation, and this is not a revelation for those who've been playing the game for a long time or have technical knowledge, but the revelation that you can pull logs out of, a, out of your client's watch list and turn that into an automated tool to send emails, text messaging, or jabber pings to people when a certain character logs in, and you can then pounce on them almost instantaneously when they're in a super or a titan. People who either had money or had very advanced technical skills could create such programs. They're at advantage. People who have a credit card who can buy Plex, who can buy faction modules for the ship are at advantage. These people all have advantages. They've had advantages for a long time. So maybe people don't find that as a direct advantage and there's a perception issue. So CCP right now is battling with a perception issue that this faster modality, this easier cash to market for CCP, turning cash into skill points is just too easy instead of buying a character now you can just build a character with money and that might be too easy and that's where maybe the contention comes in i don't have a problem with it because it's kind of been there already but i don't have a, and I, I wish ccp my my point to ccp was i said through twitter to uh ccp fozzy and I, I said it through skype to ccp falcon is I think Manifest is in the conversation as well. Is you guys just need to tell people this. Look, we're a business. They never say this. At least I've never seen it. We're a business. We need to make money. Skins help us make money because you can buy skins through Plex, and that, that drives Plex sales. So skins make them money. If they were to add more uh, more customized, uh, no one cares because we don't really have walking in stations, but you know, more shirts and pants and, and outfits for your character, that would make them money because you buy Aurum, I think, I think the conversion is Plex to Orm, Orm for character stuff for your character. Like like goggles and monocles and hats and stuff. And this will be another method. So this is kind of like the third thing that they've come out with. Fourth, if you want to call Plex. So Plex would be maybe the first pay to win, quote unquote. And then Orm stuff for your character. Plexes, as I said, and now turning money into skill points. These have all been things that they've used for microtransactions. And CCP is one of the last vestiges of companies out there for an MMO who isn't using microtransactions as their primary model. Many companies went free to play. Look at some of the most popular games on the planet right now are free. To, or they are the most popular game on the planet, free to play. The the the. Kicking the trend right now. I mean, those games are being like League of Legends and Dawn of the Ancients 2 and uh, Star Wars MMO, Star Trek MMO. These are free to play, huge franchises. Free to play, and they make money through selling sometimes better items, but sometimes cosmetic stuff. There's a combination of both, depending where you are, and depending on the game. And CCP is one of the last companies who still has a subscription model. Now, Another company that is doing a similar method, semi-subscription, but also a, a microtransaction is Star Citizens. And Star Citizens is catching a ton of heat out there because they're huge, so they're a big target, right? They're, they have a lot of followers, so they're very popular, but also makes them a big target because they keep pushing back deadlines and it's expensive to get in. It's expensive to buy ships that you want to you fly in the future when everything's fully working. But I've seen some very positive developments lately, and I don't know if this is such a red herring anymore. I don't know if this is really going to be a dead project. They seem like they're making significant progress. And they've just they've crowdfunded 
$100 million. I mean, that is freak for a title that isn't even really playable yet. There's some stuff you can do in game, but it's not fully functional. It's not fully functional by a mile based on the feature list. But some stuff does work right now. This is that was this. I hope Star Citizen succeeds because this is going to be groundbreaking for the industry. You charge somebody for an initial game to get involved in the game, just like traditional game sales. Then you charge them for stuff as they move along if they want better ships or a different ship or stuff like that. And people are throwing money. Now, they're throwing money because it's a super ambitious project. But my point is companies need to monetize, monetize, monetize their products, make money. These companies need to be profitable and return money to their investors and pay their employees and then give them raises and let them have vacations and medical care for them and their families. Like These are important perks that they have to do. And game development world is very com competitive. So if you don't pay your employees well, they leave. And CCP has notoriously not paid their employees excellent from what I read through websites like uh, uh, Glass Ceiling. Glass Ceiling? I think it's called Glass Ceiling. There's some other sites out there where you can review your employer. CCP doesn't win stellar remarks. Okay, they, They're competitive because they're in a boutique game. I think they let newer people in to start there as like grinding their teeth through through an, uh, a company that isn't as huge as Blizzard, for example, as an MMO. And they are in a beautiful place. They're in Iceland. So that's one way they've been able to retain people. But as a company, they've had a lot of failures and Eve is on a decline in terms of population. So I think they need to make some bold moves. This is not a bold move. If tomorrow morning I woke up and they said, hey, we're turning even the free-to-play and we're pushing microtransactions like no tomorrow, that would be a bold move. Risky, a gamble, might alienate your current player base and you might be left with nobody, or it might just blow EVE up and make it super popular. I don't know. It's a gamble. and They're not, they're not willing to throw the dice on that right now. The other topic is... Will this turn into that? And I don't, I don't know. I, they're going to keep pushing microtransactions, I can tell you for sure. But that's a good thing, especially if they're cosmetic. And I can even make the case as a good thing if it's not cosmetic, honestly. There's already the advantage for people who have money. I know people don't want to hear that, but that's been the reality. And if you didn't know that, you've been kind of naive. That if you had cash, if you had money, if you, you were successful in real life, and you translated that into an in-game advantage, that was very easy to do. So... Don't hate on CCP for trying to figure out ways to, to monetize their game. They've made some missteps trying to stay profitable. They've had some projects blow up in their faces. Dust 514. World of Darkness. I'm not telling you for you longtime Eve players, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. These are these were problems that they cost the company, I'm sure, significant amounts of money. But this is a good move. I think it could turn out well for them. I think it's going to um, accelerate the ability for a player to spend money with the company. And we should support them. We can have the conversation on where the line for pay to win should be. But I don't know if you want to have that conversation with me because I'm, I'm going to push towards those who... There should be... I think my initial reaction would be those who have the time investment should be semi on par with those who have money. So if you have a lot of free time, 
You should be able to get there eventually. But the people who have money should be able to get there faster because they're probably working or they're very busy in life and they can't spend as much time as you can, but they can buy their way in. I think that's fair. So, episode number eight, Light into the Void, monetization of EVE Online and, and microtransactions. I'll probably call it that. Sounds good. All right, rolls off the tongue. And if you like this, please subscribe to YouTube, subscribe to SoundCloud, send me comments, shout on like eve at gmail.com is my email address. My blog post and all that stuff will be posted below in the comments. Uh, legacy.blogspot.com. Uh, you also have legacyofacapsulator.com is my podcast. Love your guys' feedback. I'm getting a lot of positive response to this. If you have any topics you want me to cover or you just want me to just keep rambling on crap that I find important, whatever. It's cool with me. I mean, uh, I'm cool both ways. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying the little mini cast and uh, peace. Have a good night.